This is Julie D. from NordoniaHills.News. The Cleveland Sports Show starts now. Good afternoon, everyone. Happy Saturday. Welcome to another edition of the Cleveland Sports Show. This weekend, with myself, Darius Sethna, I am super excited. This is going to be an awesome weekend, especially tomorrow. Um, any of you Cleveland fans, there's a special event going on tomorrow at 1 p.m. I wonder if you can guess what it is. We'll talk about it later. Right now, since we are on NordoniaHills.News, I want to give you guys some updates on Nordonia High School football. And what a terrific night it was last night if you were a Knights fan. Guess what the score was at halftime of the Nordonia versus Woodridge game at Nordonia High School. Those of you who went to the game, you obviously know what the halftime score was. But those of you who really don't follow the sport as much, the first half score read 44 to 10 in favor of the Knights. I'm not kidding. I'm in the marching band. That's what the scoreboard said at halftime. 44 to 10 scoreline in favor of the Knights. And guess what? The Knights tacked on another touchdown in the second half, completing a 51 to 10 blowout victory over the Woodridge Bulldogs. Bulldogs did look a little bit undermanned. It looked like Nordonia had a lot more players on the bench, on the field, more energetic. We'll see what the Knights have to come up with in Mayfield, their first road game of the year this upcoming Friday against the Wildcats. We'll see if the Knights are going to be able to continue their streak or will the Wildcats be able to stop them. But enough of Nordonia football. We're going to get to to some sports facts of the day. Today is Saturday, September 7th, and on this day, back in 2007, when I was only five years old, the Chicago White Sox outlast the Minnesota Twins by a final score of 11-10 to in 13 innings at U.S. Cellular Field in Chicago. Minnesota breaks a 4-4 tie with six runs in the top of the ninth. But incredibly, the White Sox answer with six runs in their half, including a three-run homer by Jim Thome and a run-scoring double by Darren Erstad. The tie to tie the contest, excuse me, at ten to ten. AJ Piersinski's single in the thirteenth brings the winning run across the plate to give the White Sox, an 11-10 win against the Twins back on September 7th, 2000. The MLS Audi Cup playoffs are beginning soon. The It looks like the tables are starting to shape up here. The Eastern Conference is as competitive as it can be. Philadelphia are in first place, and they have a one-point cushion to take with them in that first place spot because only a point behind them did 50 points is NYCFC 14 wins 8 draws and 5 losses for NYC and guess what 2 points behind them if you're good at math I wonder what number that is oh that's 48 48 points on the year the defending champs Atlanta United 15 wins 3 draws and 10 losses on the season for 48 points 
In fourth place, it's DC United. Fifth place are the New York Red Bulls. And of course, in the Western Conference, LAFC is going to win the Western Conference. Let's not um, expect anything else other than that to happen this season. The regular season for the MLS is coming to an end. And MLFC have a 16-point cushion on first place. Second place behind them is, with 46 points, are the Seattle Sounders. 13 wins, 7 draws, and 8 losses for Seattle. Minnesota United have 45 points. 13 wins, 6 draws, 9 losses on the season. San Jose and Rail Salt Lake end that top 5 for you in the MLS Western Conference. And our top goal scorers still include Carlos Vela, Zlatan Ibrahimovic, Josef Martinez, and Diego Rossi. Top four goal scorers in the MLS so far this year. And then we mentioned a bear last week of NYCFC. He still is in fifth place. 14 goals on the season so far. And our upcoming games in the MLS today include a matinee, Saturday matinee, NYCFC will be hosting the New England Revolution. FC Cincinnati will be hosting Toronto. Orlando and LAFC facing off today. And Colorado will be taking on the Sounders. And then our final game for the evening is Portland taking on Sporting Kansas City. The Columbus Crew Ohio fans are not going to play for another week. They have a two-week break. The crew, and they're probably going to need it because they're going up against some quality teams for their last few games of the season. Most likely not making the playoffs are the crew. Not this Saturday, but next Saturday is the crew's next game. They'll be in Atlanta to take on the defending champs, Atlanta United. They'll then head to Vancouver to take on the Whitecaps before coming back home for their final home, regular season home game against Philadelphia, the first place team in the Eastern Conference, and then for their final game, they'll head north of the border once again, this time in Toronto, to take on Toronto FC. And for NYCFC, as I mentioned, they do have a game today. They'll be hosting Toronto FC. 7 is the kickoff time. The next few games for FC Cincinnati include a trip to Montreal to take on the Impact, And then they'll host the defending champs, Atlanta United and Chicago and and Orlando City for a three-game homestand to close out the season. And their final game will be on October 6th in Washington, D.C. against D.C. United. In terms of exact standings for Columbus and Cincinnati, they are the two worst teams in the MLS Eastern Conference Columbus only with 31 points on the season, with 8 wins, 7 draws, 15 losses. It gets worse for Cincinnati, 5 wins, 3 draws, 20 losses, only 18 points. FC Cincinnati is the only team in the MLS who haven't even reached 20 points yet. So for that, I say congratulations, FC Cincinnati. Before we head on to WNBA action, I want to update you guys on the FIBA World Cup and the USA men's basketball team. Of course, a lot of Celtics on this team. Marcus Smart. Um, There is Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, Kemba Walker, 
already creating chemistry, which will most likely be able to carry on for the Celtics. And I'm definitely looking forward to see what those guys will be able to do in a Celtic uniform now that they've created this chemistry together. Now, the most recent game for Team USA was a 69-53 win very early in the morning today. If you are watching these FIBA World Cup games at 4 in the morning, I really do applaud you. Keep it up because it gets a lot more interesting now. The Team USA defeat Team Greece, led by Giannis Antetokounmpo, that's why he's known as the Greek Freak, a 69-53 win for the United States. They outscore Greece 19-8 to in the second quarter to really um, gain some momentum there and create some separation. Donovan Mitchell of the Utah Jazz with 10 points. Kemba Walker in 25 minutes and 37 seconds to be exact put up 15 points. Joe Harris, the three-point shootout uh, competition winner with only three points today, but that's okay because Jalen Brown had eight points, Chris Middleton with four, Derek White from the San Antonio Spurs putting in nine points of his own as well. And as I said, WNBA, the playoffs are right around the corner for the WNBA. We'll have all the coverage of that for you here on the Cleveland Sports Show. WNBA playoffs beginning this Saturday, or excuse me, this Wednesday, September 11th, the Washington Mystics are in first place, looking hungry after that 2018 WNBA Finals loss to Seattle. 25-8 and eight on the season for Washington. They've won their last five, 9-1 and one in their last 10. The Connecticut Sun are 23-10, and 7-3 um, and three in their last 10. The Chicago Sky, the Fever, Liberty, and Dream close out your Eastern Conference standings. And for the West, the LA Sparks are at 21-12, and 12, winning two in a row, 6-4 and four in their last 10. The Aces are 20-13, and 5-5, um, five and five, 500 basketball in their last 10. The Lynx are 6-4, and four, with the Storm only a game above 500 at 17-16, and 5-5 five and five in their last 10. There are 34 regular season games for each WNBA team in a season. And now, of course, for most teams, there is only one game left, that 34th game. And then the playoffs pretty much begin. We don't have any games for you today, but tomorrow we have a slate of games, all beginning at 4 p.m. So at 4 p.m. tomorrow, after watching a Browns game maybe, you'll have something else to do. WNBA action. The Sky taking on the Mystics, Aces and Mercury. Liberty taking on the Dream. Minnesota Lynx taking on the LA Sparks. Seattle Storm, the defending champs, going against the Wings. And then the Connecticut Sun and the Indiana Fever also tomorrow at 4 p.m. And our league leaders, we're going to change it up here a bit. We're going to go with field goal percentage in the WNBA this season. Sylvia Fowles in 33 games, shooting almost 60% from the field. Emma Messamin shooting about 58% with Brittany Griner, one of the top scorers in the league, shooting at about 56% from the field. And as I said, we're going to have a lot more WNBA for you in these next few weeks, especially with the playoffs beginning this upcoming Wednesday, September 11th. You're not going to want to miss out on the awesome 
WNBA action. And here's another thing that you're not going to want to miss out on is some awesome Indians action. Take a look at what happened in their most recent game last night against the Twins. Goody is ready. Here it comes. Swing and a miss. Bogey. So the Indians are able to keep their slim Central Division title hopes alive. And the Indians with a big win last night against the top-seeded Minnesota Twins. They play again today at 7.10 p.m. at Target Field. The Indians coming off a 7-1 win on Thursday, or excuse me, a 7-1 loss, I'm sorry, against the Chicago White Sox at home at Progressive Field. Not a great showing then um, from the Indians. The out White Sox, excuse me, outscored the Indians 3 to nothing in the sixth inning. Um, really just poured it on, really started the game off well, really never looking back, handing the Indians a blowout loss at home. Game before that, Indians were able to snatch from the White Sox. Indians score a run in each of the four innings, giving them four runs at the end of four innings. Then the Indians then scored two runs in the fifth inning, two more runs in the seventh inning to eventually win the game by two. As I said, the Indians and Twins will face off tonight. The two top teams in the American League Central Division. Twins are at 87 and 54. Indians at 82 and 60 on the season. Indians are 5 and 5 in their last 10. They've struggled a bit, but they're 39 and 31 on the road, 43 and 29 at home at Progressive Field. And they are also five and a half games now behind the Twins, trying to catch up to Minnesota before it's too late. And, you know, ladies and gentlemen, before you know it, it'll be October. The wild card round for the MLB will begin on the 1st of October. First two days, two games for you for Major League Baseball in the wild card round. And then the division series will begin on October 3rd. Game 1's going on all around the league. And so really, there's not a lot of time for the Indians to be able to catch up to Minnesota if they want to gain that first place Central Division spot and another Central Division banner. We'll see what happens with the Indians in these next few weeks. Of course, we'll always keep you covered with Indians baseball. But as I said earlier today, tomorrow is a special day at 1 o'clock. There will be something going on in downtown Cleveland. I wonder what you think it is. Drum roll, please. Well, if you guess that there's a Cleveland Browns game, and it's not just a Cleveland Browns game, it's the first regular season game for the Cleveland Browns at First Energy Stadium. It's going to be a very, very interesting game. You can catch the game on CBS. The Browns will be hosting the Tennessee Titans. Of course, the Browns coming off a 3-1 and preseason. Only loss coming up against the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Excuse me. Browns, really a lot of optimism for this upcoming season. Of course, it's the 100th anniversary of the NFL. Week 1 for the Browns against Tennessee at First Energy Stadium. Odell Beckham Jr.'s first official 
game as a member of the Cleveland Browns. Now, the Browns are not given the highest chance to win the AFC North Division. They're given the second highest chance, which I mean for Browns fans is actually a pretty big deal. The Steelers are given a 37% chance to win the AFC North this season, followed by the Browns at 31%. The Ravens, of ba the Baltimore Ravens, are given a 26% chance to win AFC North, while the Cincinnati Bengals are only 6 are only 6%. I'll tell you what, it must be tough being a Cincinnati sports fan right now. Of course, you have FC Cincinnati and all the troubles that they're going with. And also, the Bengals are only giving a 6% chance to win the AFC North. You know, and I'm honestly glad that this is the Cleveland Sports Show and not the Cincinnati Sports Show because I'd be pretty miserable right now if this was the Cincinnati Sports Show. But nevertheless, huge game for the Browns tomorrow. As I said, you can catch it on CBS at 1 o'clock. If you're having a party, you're having a watch party, you're going to the game, it is going to be a, an electric atmosphere at First Energy Stadium tomorrow. We cannot wait at the Cleveland Sports Show to see what the Browns have in store for us this season. First game of the year. Now, after tomorrow, the Browns, not the day after, but next Monday, the 16th of September, they will be in New York to take on the Jets at 8.15 Eastern Time for a little Monday night football extravaganza for you in the evening. And ladies and gentlemen, that really concludes our show this week. I really do thank you for listening to the show, supporting us. Thank you very, very much. Before I get going, though, of course, I always have to mention, if you're on RodoniaHills.News, and you're not listening to the Cleveland Sports Show, first of all, make sure you do listen to the Cleveland Sports Show. And also, once you're done, check out some of the other awesome activities and all the other awesome work that is on NordoniaHills.News. Of course, a lot going on here in the Nordonia community, especially with the latest win from the high school football team. Also, I am on Twitter. I'm Darius Sethna. That's spelled D-A-R-A-Y-U-S. S-E-T-H-N-A, at Nordonia Sports. You can look me up on there as well. I'm always posting new material. And some good news, once the Cavs season starts in a couple of weeks, I can't believe Cavs preseason is almost here in about one more month, I will be every Friday on WAKR giving you guys weekly updates on the Cavs season throughout their year. And also, I am proud to say that we have been on Spotify for a few months now, so if you're ever on the go, you can listen to the Cleveland Sports Show now. Just type in my name. That is the easiest way to access the show. Again, my name is spelled D-A-R-A-Y-U-S-S-E-T-H-N-A. That's the easiest way to look up the Cleveland Sports Show on Spotify. But until our next episode, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for listening. Go Browns. Best of luck to the Browns tomorrow in their opener against the Titans. And let's hope the Indians can catch up to first place and get another Central Division pennant. But until then, ladies and gentlemen, until our next episode, thank you for listening and I'll see you soon. <laughs>